Jacksonville, 500 miles from a game we should have won. Man, we ought to burn down that stadium. Thought this year was gonna be ours. Talking too much junk in those Florida bars, and now I'm stunned. Man, I wish it was 1981, and I know why they said. What's up, Sitters? You don't have to wish for 1981 anymore because the Bulldogs won it 2022. 2021-2022. What's up? This is Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge. Whatever. And Chris Martinez. <laughs> What's happening, man? And we are Front Porch City. Joey, I thought that was a clever opening. I, I waited for the year and... You want a cookie? Kind of, yes. A high five? What do you want right now? <laughs> I'll take a crisp high five. Sweet. Um, it wasn't even crisp. <laughs> it was bad. It's okay. I'm glad we're only uh, audio only. For, For now. now. Oh! <laughs> hey, hey. So, hey, I think we got new listeners with us this week. Oh, really? Well, hello, new listeners. Welcome. Um, if if you are a new listener, you should subscribe to our show and give us a five-star review if you're feeling it's worthy of a five-star, and it is. Tell a freaking friend. If you know somebody that listens to podcasts, right now is the perfect time to like subscribe. That's right. Tell a friend. It's dead season. You don't really have nothing to do. I promise we'll keep entertaining. Yeah, Even we will get you much, through the dead season. There won't be much sports to talk about. We got you covered. I promise. Every year. Never changes. Tell a also, friend. if you're a Georgia fan and you're listening and you're new, or if you're old, congratulations. Serious talk. Happy happy for, for a few of you. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm telling you, it's been rainbows and butterflies in my house, baby. Yeah, no, and it should be. It, it's been a long time. Kind of, Kel- big, kind of a big deal, right? Kelsey's been strutting around that house, hasn't she? I, I do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> laundry? I folded laundry. Kelsey yeah. told me that uh, laundry ain't folded. I said, oh, uh, yeah, I guess y'all did just win the national championship. Let me get on it. That a girl, Kelsey. Wow. Love it. I love it. I do. Um, I love it. False. But. So, uh, <laughs> along with the end of the college football season, the end of our um, our contest came as well, and we have a winner. We do have a winner of the gonna, contest. Are we going to announce it right now or in a minute? Well, we, we first need to talk about how great of a sponsor JW Weaponry is. Yeah, without him, this would not have been possible. Thank you so much. They are the premier gun store in the South, and they are always loaded. Go see those guys. They make fun things like what just happened with that contest happen. Yeah, we had a lot of entries in the contest. We had one perfect bracket or we whatever did. you want to call it. Not a bracket, but perfect, uh, perfect pick. Um, so we yeah, we won't say that yet. Stick with us. We'll give it to you in like probably <laughs> two minutes. Uh, two minutes. We'll let you guys know who it was. Um, one thing John did say, uh, and, and actually a few other people will be interested in some different types of competitions, uh, contests, things of that sort, because this one did so well. So, um, shout out to you guys. We appreciate you. That was cool. I know that there was something in it for you. But your response is pretty good and, and may have opened the door for some more opportunities uh, in the future. Yes, absolutely. Sitters, you made that possible. And um, uh, with your help, we'll continue to do fun things like that. We'll get you through this dead season. Stay with us because our baby is gone until the fall. But that's okay because, well, not, not, not quite. Not we got quite. NFL. No, we, we got, got the NFL, NFL, which okay. we will talk about a little later, but not yet. Also, I love hockey, so I'm, I'm still good. We all love hockey. Anyways, back to the contest. <laughs> Chris. Yep. Do you have a winner? Do you have a name? We do. We do. Uh, we have a winner. Like you said, there was there was like a, a quite a few entries. And coming into the national championship game, there was like 
two people, right? I think there was like four that had a chance to win at that point. There was four that were undefeated? No, no, no. Uh, they had to have been. Yeah, there was. There was yeah. four that was undefeated. I know for sure. Three had one team and one had the other. Jaden Staten was one that was, uh, he had, he was perfect and had Bama. He never liked or retweeted it. That's why I was kind of hinting to him. I don't know that he listens. I think he maybe saw the saw the thing on timeline and jumped in. Right. Which is which is cool. Like I, we appreciate the support either way. <laughs> um, but I was trying to like hint to him, like, "Hey, buddy, you're in a really good spot. You might want to like and retweet it." And he didn't ever do it. I don't think he listens. But um, which is a slight problem. Yeah, it's okay. We, we can work on it. If you guys know Jaden, let him know. He gets a shout out uh, this week. <laughs> uh, tell him not want to turn it on. Um, who else? Who else was right there? Shane Pope. Shane Pope was one. Not shocked by that. Um, Trey Hosford was close. Brian Dix was close. I'm just off this off the top of my head. Yeah. The names that were there, but the winner ended up being um, Terrence Raper. He yes. was the winner. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Was close on the national championship score as well. So congratulations, Terrence. Um, We'll make sure we'll get with you. I'll have I'll have our people call your people, and we'll uh, we'll figure this thing out from there. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed I didn't get in on this. Tyler Rolf was another one that was close. Oh yeah, yeah, Tyler. How could I forget Tyler? I don't know. That's... He made all of it possible, by the way. Uh, yeah, he did a really good job with with uh, setting everything up and making it super easy for us. Yeah, big shout out to Tyler. Tyler's yeah. awesome. He's a friend of the show. Um, he's really really good at everything he does. Anything he touches, like kind of turns to gold. Yeah. So it's true. Big, big shout out for him uh, for making that possible. Yeah. So congrats, congrats, Terrence. Like I said, we'll get in touch with you and uh, let you know uh, where to go, how to go, how to get there, and all that fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, congratulations. And um, uh, what led us in our championship, um, uh, well, Terrence's championship win, I guess you can call it that, Yeah. Um, was the national championship. Uh, Joey, you actually picked Georgia to win, and they did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And, and everybody thought I was trying to reverse jinx this thing. And I, I, I truly <laughs> felt like Georgia was the better team all year. Um, and I, and I thought they would come out ready to, ready to go against Alabama. I agree. So, so look, here's the deal real quick before we get into that. Um, I wanted to, I, so with this contest, it kind of enlightened all of us, like on our reach on like how many people listen, how many people actually entered the contest. And so like, I want to take a quick minute before we got into like the actual podcast and the meat and potatoes, because I think we are going to have more like um, new listeners this week. I was just thinking on the way and over we should. here. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking on the way over here how cool it is that we get to do this. Like it really is cool to get to be behind the mic. Like I so as you're listening, I, I kind of have a challenge, if you will. Text somebody, let somebody know like a random act of kindness, like find the good in something. Like for for forever, we find like the negative in everything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. it's so simple just to shoot somebody a text and be like, "Hey, man, I appreciate you." Like for what you did for me, it could be random. It could be forever ago. It could be something new. It don't even it have could- to be a specific thing. Hey, man, I appreciate you. I get. I actually get several texts like that, and every time I get it, um, and, and a lot of times it's the same person, um, and, and he's he's a great person. Uh, but every any time I get that text, it's like a, a refresher of of how life is is precious and and you gotta you gotta tell people that sometimes and i love it like i love it i'm telling you like there's so much negativity and like we find the bad and stuff all the time it's just easy it is as easy to find like the good like find the good in something whether it be like a friend a family member 
like for example, like Ryan Bell, he 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 doesn't know. You guys don't know that I'm saying this. He called me last night. We talked a little bit, but like what that guy does for the youth in in Columbia County and other counties too, like it's it's refreshing to see. Like he has no gain from that. No, no, no. So he does that because he's a good dude, and so like, man, I appreciate that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. But I, I guess my, my, my whole point behind all this, and I'm not trying to ramble, I'm not trying to rant, I'm not trying to um, even like motivate you or make you feel better on a Thursday. If you get motivated, cool. But if you don't, like that's okay too. But man, find somebody and like, or find just find just be happy. Like find the good in something, man. Like don't get down. Like don't don't be down. I I just think we need more of that. Like more kindness, more random acts of kindness, like those things, man. It's important <laughs> to me. Sorry, I'm rambling, but I, I no, I, I love it, man. I'm I'm glad you said that. Like it, sometimes things like that just need to be said. That, we have a that, platform, right? We have a platform. Like, man, damn, you're sitting there on your Thursday hanging out. Like, text somebody that you appreciate. Text somebody you love them, whether it be a family member or whatever, and let them know that you thankful for what they do for you or for like in this case, like Ryan. Ryan does that for others. Like, right. I'm, I'm appreciative of that guy. Yeah. So. uh I'm I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on it, but yeah, Ryan Ryan is is special to me as well. Um, he he takes he takes good care of my son, so that's always gonna be um, something that that I'll I'll appreciate him forever for. Uh, but yeah, just today I was in a conversation with two friends, um, and uh, so J T Clark tweeted this morning about the same type thing, like find the positives, stop being so negative all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Well, we were in a group conversation, me, him, and, and Jonathan Olsh. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was some things that were going on, and, and we were all being a little on the negative side. And, and I sent that tweet because I just, I just so happened to be looking at it as I was as we were having the conversation. I sent the tweet to him, and I'm like, boys, like just one hour ago, JT tweeted this, and here we are yeah. an hour later mm-hmm. being as negative as we can be. Like I, I, my actual quote was, well, I probably can't say on air, but uh, – <laughs> I said we can ruin our, our energy with screw-ups or we can carry on doing what we know is right. <laughs> and so after that, the conversation turned completely around and it was like we find the positives, we go about our, our day the, a completely different way. It, it, is, it truly is a mindset, Chris, um, of, of being negative or being positive or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, so good job. Good job for you to say Thanks, good it's job a, to you for saying that. Like it's literally a choice to be happy or to be like find the joy in, in different aspects or, or places in life because it is easy to find like the negative side of things. Man, tell somebody you love them, man. Dang, tell somebody you love them. If you if you get nothing else from the front porch today, this week, and you will get you will there will be an opportunity to get something. But if you don't get anything else, man. Text somebody. Try to try to make somebody's day. Little little things go a long ways, man. Little things go a long ways, and then it becomes contagious. So, excellent. Good but job. now, but now we can talk about them Bulldogs, though. Okay. I know there's a lot of positive things happening with the Georgia Bulldogs fan base. They are <laughs> thrilled right now. Yeah. How, how's the city of Athens? Is it okay? <laughs> ah, it's got to be burnt down by now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in all seriousness, no, I, I, though, um, if it, it if it had been thirty years. No, 40, 40, sorry, ooh, 41 years since my team had won a national title. I, I'd probably be yeah. probably be going a little crazy. Poor Kelsey was not even alive when they won the national title. This is the first one she's ever got to see. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of Georgia fans that weren't alive for the first one um, or the most recent one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, congrats to them. They, they really, I, in my opinion, they really were the better team all year long. Um, I think a healthy Alabama makes that game a little bit different. 
I think uh, Mechie and Williams both together on the field, it, it's it's a different different game, I would say. I agree. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't that way. That's football. And that's yeah, exactly. That's football. That's, that's how it works. Happens. It sucks that uh, Jameson Williams got hurt in the game. I, I really hated to see it. I was I was watching with JT actually. He was he was pretty bummed. He was like, Nah, I don't. I, I, I hate you. Hate to see that. Yeah, no matter who yeah. what who you're rooting for, no matter that kid has a bright future. You don't want to see that. You should hate to see that. Right. So, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, again, congrats to Georgia. I, I can't say I'm happy about it. <laughs> I, I I would be completely lying if I said anything other than I hated it. But they yeah, were, but there they were was the some, team. Uh, a line in the sand there. So it's with a lot of Gator fans, SEC fans, I see that they love this so much or they hate it, and um, like I, I seen uh, an SEC fan shared something today. What's about, an SEC fan? You, I guess, should be non-existent. <laughs> I'm not an SEC <laughs> fan. I can I cannot fathom how anybody would want Georgia to win. A, like uh, not anybody, any Florida fan that says they want Georgia to win. Nah, bro. Yeah, well, I seen something. They showed like all the national championship winners for however many years. The last twelve out of how many, and it was SEC. And they're like, there are, there is no other conference. I'm like, dude, you're weird to me because um, I'm watching Clemson implode and loving every second of it. Yeah, that's the that's how I am. I, I don't I don't really understand the love for the entire conference. I I don't I personally don't mind Alabama. Like I I went to school in Alabama. And so I have a huge disdain for Auburn, which in turn obviously makes me be – I don't like Alabama, but I don't hate Alabama either. That's about the only SEC team in Vandy because nobody ever cares about Vandy. Um, but that's about the only SEC team where I'm like, eh, if they win, I'm okay with that. Other I, than that, nah, I don't want any of them to win. Like for me, I think it's about like respect. Like I can respect a program, right? Like if right. there's a program yeah. inside the ACC that I respect how they go about business, I'm like – which for me is Georgia. I respect Georgia. I just don't like them. Right. No, but I mean, like, I get that. Like, that's the – and even then, I'm not going to root for them. Like, no. like I'm, I'm not a fan. I, I mean, it, it, whatever. We're not, I'm not trying to go there because that's a rabbit <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Hole. I am. I, I went off course there. That's just something I've seen that I was like – I was like, so you have 15 teams you really love, huh? Yeah. I mean, make a shout out to Georgia, though. Like, seriously, like, I'm with Joey. And I don't want we'll, to we, – we'll get off of it. Um, but – and we'll actually talk about the game itself. Right. But I don't – they were the best team all year. Um, they got outplayed in the SEC championship game. Absolutely. They were not ready. I was kind of surprised by that. Same. Um, however, they handled their business versus uh, Michigan um, yes, in, in outstanding fashion. And then and – they, and they so listen, they made the championship plays, the winning plays that Bama has always made. Georgia is the one that made them. Right. That's exactly right. So – Georgia is the one that made them. So they deserve to win. They were the better team all year. They deserve to win. Right. Did anything specifically in the game uh, surprise you? Um, yes. Yeah. So, like, I um, I thought that they affected they affected Bryce Young much, much better this game. I, I agree with that. That was the key to the game, in my opinion, affecting Bryce Young. They moved him around. Um I love. I just love the way they play football. It, both, both, both teams. Like right. that was a physical football game. Um, it was just a dominant football game. Dominant, dominant, dominant uh, performance from both sides. Really, from both sides. Um, I thought it was interesting. I don't know how you feel about it, Joey. I thought it was interesting how they um, Stetson Bennett took shots downfield, like vertical shots, uh-huh. and but but they were calculated and they connected. You know, they were calculated and they connect. They connected. So. That didn't surprise me much. 
You thought they would throw the ball. For, I guess I guess that makes sense. You kind of have to with them not having Armor Davis and Job, and I mean, they're missing. They're missing. They're like I think three of the four starters all right. year um, didn't play. Now they ran out <laughs> other five stars. Of but, course, but but there's something to be said. For a little bit younger though. For experience, exactly. Um, what, yeah. What shocked you, or, or did anything shock you? I I really can't say that that much shocked me. Um, it, it, I'm not gonna say it went exactly how I, I thought it would go, but it was it was pretty pretty close. Um, yeah, I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head right now that I was like, oh man, I'm I'm shocked by this. For me, the first uh, half, no, 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 I lied. The, the lack of the ability for Alabama to run the ball. Yes, sir. Yeah, because even 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 I mean Georgia, and, and again, I, I think their front seven is fantastic. Their back end maybe not so much is is great, but. The front seven for Georgia is really, really good, but it's, it's Bama, and they and they ran the ball okay the first time. I thought they would run the ball okay again, and they, it it was not okay. They, they they it was it was. I think whenever rough, when rough Jameson treading. Williams went out, then Georgia was able to kind of pin their ears back and say, okay, yeah, now now you go do it. Yeah, like, Ajay Hall had some major drops, big big drops, and big moments on big downs. Mm-hmm. But he's young, exactly. Um, and and it wasn't. Georgia earned the win. They were the better team on the field that night. Mm-hmm. The score is a little bit lopsided because of the late pick six by Keely Ringo, who got cooked all night long. He got <laughs> cooked. Um, but at the end of the day, made the play. The game's still in pick. Brad, yeah. is there anything um, that, that kind of stands out from a, from a casual fan, if you will, from that game? Um, Lack of touchdowns in the first half. I, uh, I thought it was going to be – I mean, they made up for it. They scored a lot of points at the end, but I thought they would um, get the ball in the end zone a little sooner, a little faster. I mean, the score at the end of the first quarter is what six to three, six nine, six nine. That was in the first half. First, first half. half. So yeah, like I'm, I'm just saying, like uh, I thought the offenses would be a little more explosive. Um, and like you were saying, Bryce Young being a little rattled. Um, uh, I hadn't seen that from him, but in one game against Auburn until the very, very end when he marched down the field. So it was a Interesting seeing um, Bryce Young face a little adversity, and that guy's coming back, so that's gonna be um, uh, it'll be fun to watch him come back and probably win it all next year. Yeah, so a couple of things. I, I'm glad you said that about Bryce Young because that was the first time I'd seen Bryce Young show like true emotion, like anger emotion, like frustration. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when he when he hit his hand on the turf. Yes, sir. And then he missed the corner out. Right. Yep. And then he uh, he went to the sideline and kind of slammed his helmet a little bit. Like you could tell he was bothered. And that's the first time I've ever really seen him like look like he wasn't just calm, cool, and collected. Um, they affected him. They affected him. Yeah, and I, I think part of part of that is the moment. I don't think it was just Georgia. I think it's the moment with it because I mean we we have to remember he was making his 14th start of his of his collegiate career at that point. I agree. You know so, what I mean? So like I, I like this the first it's his it's his first true championship game experience. Um, and I, so, again, I think Georgia affected him, but I think the moment affected him a little bit as well. I mean, I'll buy some of that. I think Georgia was better. Um, they executed better in their game plan. Uh, it helps when you don't have to account for Mechie, and it, kind of, it helps even more when you don't have to account for Jameson Williams. <laughs> right. Right, that helps the game plan be more effective. And I'm not an idiot, so I'm aware of that. But, like, their front four, like the games they played up front, and, like, so they ran, and I know um, there's a couple of our listeners who I, I dearly love. Um, who don't engage with us anymore, Shane. Um, oh, God. There's a couple of them that don't necessarily love like the real technical X's and O's, so I'm going to make this as vanilla 
as possible. But like at, like Butler, we run a, a a stunt that's literally from George's playbook, and it's like flush mirror. And so what you're trying to do is like you'll have a defensive end slant inside the offensive tackle, which gives the appearance of a soft edge. Right. So it looks like okay, I can escape. But the mirror, so the flush is like the slant inside, mm-hmm. right? The mirror is like a spy, but it's an aggressive spy. Okay. So it's like he presses the line of scrimmage, but stays just far enough away to where he doesn't have to engage with the lineman. Right. Knowing that the quarterback is going to escape because it's a soft edge. So he's like, okay, I can I can escape here. I can scramble. Oh, no, sir. No, you cannot because mm-hmm. I'm coming to get you. And that's the play that everyone's talking about with Channing Tindall, um, number 41, right. the Georgia linebacker uh-huh. who – Nicobe Dean jumped all over, and then like they they cut to another play later in the game where he makes that play in open field like a stack on. Uh, it, was, it was the very next play. It was, it, that's that's flush mirror, right? Okay, like that's what that's what that is. So like if you want, so like if you go back, I actually encourage you to do that. Go back and watch that. I, I tweeted it for sure, so you can find it on my on my Twitter. But if you go back and watch that exchange where Nicobe Dean jumps down his throat, the very next play they show, if you watch. The defensive end cuts inside, that comes inside the offensive tackle. And then the linebacker, Channing Tindall, he he presses the line of scrimmage but doesn't get too close to where he gets blocked. And as soon as Bryce Young escapes, he's he's got a linebacker in his face who's waiting on him to do it. Those type of things worked better um, for Georgia this go-around. They didn't work the first time. Right. So I'm going to go two things here. One, that reminded me of a, of a, a great opportunity that we're going to have hopefully soon with um, maybe like some some whiteboard and a video and let you let you draw that up there so everybody can see it. Yeah, that would be better. That would be better. That would be better. Right, and we've been talking about this for a while, but we actually have uh, we're we're much closer to getting this done now, and I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it'll be yeah. Anyways, it's in the cards. It's in the cards. Um, and then number two, I'm glad you mentioned that specific uh, scenario because that's what makes championship teams championship teams. Hundred percent. When a player, when a leader can go to another player and say, hey, man, when you don't reroute guys, that's not going to work. And that's exactly what happened. He was mad at him because he didn't reroute the, the the tight end. Like, he didn't touch him. Why am I bumping into you on the way to do your job? Right. Bingo. And so he gets on him. Hey, do your job. So the very next play, my man does his job. That's, that's championship. Uh, culture? Yeah, there you go. Culture. That's the right word. Because yep. it, it's not championship football. That's championship culture it doesn't matter what sport you're playing when players can police themselves everything's good because and, and and yeah go ahead because you're going to say what i was going to say because he knew he was wrong right like he instead of like the retaliation like no f you get out of my face you don't tell me what to do he was like ah god i got it. yeah we have the same goal bro i want to win just as bad as you you're right i'll be better mm-hmm. and guess what he and was you, and you could tell he was frustrated with himself there not you could like because he kind of like I got you. You could tell him that's what he's saying. I got you. I got you. And then he kind of walks off a little bit, but not like in a disrespectful way, like mm-hmm. a, I'm mad at myself because yep. you're right kind of way. And then, again, the very next play is what they showed, and that's when he goes and makes the sack. And huge play takes him to, you know, obviously from third and goal from the five or whatever to a fourth and goal from the 15 or 16. So, yeah, great, great championship culture by those gentlemen. To me, it was so refreshing to see that. Yes. you coach and I coach. Right. That's kind of few and far between. These days especially. Especially, and that's what I'm getting at. Now, it's really hard to find, like, A, a player that will do that. Uh-huh. And then, B, a player that also understands, like, dang it. 
Like I'll take I'll take accountability here. I'm wrong. Right. Yes. I'm, you're, you're right. I'll fix it, and then go fix it. Right. <laughs> and now they and now they both get rings. Yes. And they can smoke cigars in the locker room. Bingo. And everyone has the same goal, and they all work their butt off to get that. Mm-hmm. So so like when when people and it's like we've seen it. You know, I saw it all over Twitter, and, and you did too, and all of you have too, you listeners. Like. You know, we're we're all friends, so we all have like I think all of our listeners, like I think of them as our friends. Like we're buddies. Like <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, friends, yeah. right? Absolutely. But like everyone's like, Oh, the easy thing is oh that's championship culture. Yeah, yeah, that that is exactly what it looks like. Right. Like that is exactly how you should carry yourself. That's exactly how you should handle it. Like that's how it should be done. And it starts at the top. Yeah, you you yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, let's change up tracks real quick. Thank you. Um, Georgia. <laughs> Joey didn't want to. He wanted to love on Georgia anymore. No. <laughs> well, but we're going to because he just said he started the next thing with Georgia. So well, great. Um, uh, yeah, he y- did. You'll Ooh. like this. Um, uh, Georgia had a very confrontational fumble, um, um, and I'm just wondering what you thought about that play because I know that was heavily discussed. I'll go ahead and give my opinion on it. Please um, do. I think it was a fumble. But I also think fellow who recovered the fumble for George, or for Alabama was his toe was on the line. So I think um, um it was a judgment call by the refs, and um, I, I can't go against. I mean they I, I, they know the rules better than me, so they they caught the fumble, and um, but I do think it was out of bounds. That's that's not the first one, right? That was the second one that you're talking about. Yeah, there was one early in the game. I did not see the one early in the game. I, uh, I I thought the game would start a little later, so I was driving at that particular moment. Um, but the one that you're referring to specifically, I also did not think it was – I mean, I, I did not think it was a fumble. I thought it was an incomplete pass. Okay. Um, the I, second one? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I I don't think he ever lost control of the ball enough for me to say that he didn't have control of the ball a little bit when his arm went forward. I think as it, as, as it came out of his hand, I, I, as, as his hand moved forward, I should say, I don't think he had, I don't think he had control of the football. I mean, and and I think that's why the call stood um, because they called it a fumble. And then to your other point, there was one angle where I thought his foot was on the line, and then there was another angle where I was like, okay, I see green grass. And so same thing, if you don't know, the call's got to stand. I I wish that replay would look – you get three looks at it. If you can't figure it out in three looks, then there's no reason to overturn the call. Joey, I've said this a hundred times. I don't understand why these balls don't have a little GPS chip in them to tell you exactly where it's at at all times on that field. If the inch of it goes out of bounds, they should be able to tell us that. It's 2022, boys. Football, do better because we don't need measurements anymore. There should be a GPS tracker in that ball. Yeah, or something. Tennis has these cool things where you can see where the ball lands and like the the little leather or the – Whatever those the felt pieces on the ball, like you can see that, like football's got to be able to do something, right? Yeah, because there's nothing worse than sitting through a replay over and over and over, and you're like, all right, come on, let's let, let's get moving. Right, and then again. you got a two minute twenty second commercial break. Literally, it shows you on the thing at the game how long your commercial break is. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I, I think I think it was a judgment call. I think it was just like a split a split second decision, uh, and I don't think there was enough once you looked at the replay to overturn it unless you were a George fan. And then it was clear as day. You should have overturned it, right, obviously. Right, right. I disagree. Um, let it be known that that was um, ACC officials. And we so are, we know. Oh, oh, I am used to that. Yeah, so everybody. I mean, that's that's been a, a common running joke for 30 years. Somebody said the ACC is going to have to come out with a statement on the game <laughs> when they didn't have a team playing. <laughs> like you have to it was terrible it was bad I thought I, I didn't think the game was officiated all that bad but like that 
that was a very controversial play because how big it was. He sh- okay, I don't want to spend any, any more time on this one individual penalty that had no impact in the game because they won. But, like, get rid of the ball. Snap <laughs> the penalty. Get rid of the ball. Right. You, you have little baby hands. Oh, gosh. Okay, he's he's five five. Like <laughs> you have little baby hands, like buddy, you can't get hit and hold on to the ball. So get rid of the ball, manage the game. So, but it didn't hurt them. They ended up winning the national championship. Props to Georgia. Um, they were the better team all year. They're better team that night. Agreed. They Agreed deserve to win the football game. Agree with that. Hey, can I say one thing real quick? Yeah. Hey, Stetson Bennett's not a walk on. Can we get that? Can we get that out in the open? He's not a walk on. No, no, because see, that's the narrative. No, yeah, he's not a walk on. Carry on with your days now. I'll tread lightly here. Yeah, and you should. You should. I'm just saying he's not a walk-on. So stop calling him a walk-on. Yeah, miss me with that, too. He, he didn't. He's not a walk-on. <laughs> he, he's on a full scholarship to the University of Georgia. He's not a walk-on. Concur. Okay. Anything else of uh, Georgia or Alabama nope. related? No? Okay. Um, uh, nope. Do y'all want to talk a little NFL? Because we got some playoffs coming up. Yeah, not yet. Okay. I was going to say, I thought we had something else before Oh, that. we did have something yeah, else. Did you, um, not look at your show, did you not look at your show note document? No, I didn't. Wow, um, uh, well, we had Black Monday. He's going, he's going off memory. Nope, you're still not there. Nope, okay. One more. Shoot, we had, shoot, again, um, shoot again, brother. Here we okay, go. Okay, I got it. Shooter, three, shoot. Three strikes, you're out. I got this one. It is, over two right now. Okay, I got this, though. But okay, watch this. Um, it's going to be Florida and Florida State schedules next year. I was listening. Third time's a charm, right? That's how you produce right there, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. That's a production meeting live. You're welcome. Hold on. I thought you were producing. Oh, no. No, hell no. He has a mic now. Yeah, but the computer's <laughs> near you. It's in front of you. Oh, it isn't near me. It's in front of me. All right. I'm, yeah. checking, I'm checking the audio levels. Brad, Brad's just, kind of in charge of driving the show. Yeah, that's just where I sit. <laughs> so what are we talking about, Brad? We're going to go through the Florida and Florida State schedules, and we're going to give you a way too early prediction on how we think they're going to do oh, next year. Yeah. by freaking game. Oh, we're not, I'm not going game by game. Yeah, we are. No. Yeah, I am. We are. Oh, hey, I'm, uh, I was thinking of something. Brad, what are we of, doing? Are we going game by game? Can we we're just going. say win-loss? We don't have to say anything other than win-loss, right? Yeah, you don't have to go and give it an yeah, in-depth oh analysis. God, saying, okay, hey, we play Utah the first. We're getting our, we're getting our teeth kicked in. All right. Move on. Okay. No, That's, not like a breakdown, bro. We don't even know what the rosters are going to be. Okay, I'm just making sure. I don't know. Settle. You want to go Florida first? Absolutely not. I want to go Florida State first. Did you All already right, forget cool. Chris's positivity message, Joey? Yeah. What the heck, man? I'm positive. I don't want to do the whole <laughs> schedule like that. <laughs> also, um, one little quick tidbit with bowl season. Do y'all think the people that were in charge of that were a little tempted to put Utah and Oregon together? Because <laughs> I would have three times in a row. And get another win for or, or for Utah? Yeah, no, no, sure. no, 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 definitely not a thing. All right, you ready? <laughs> We're going Florida State first. Yep. Oh, oh boy, Duquesne. That's a win. Thanks. Win. LSU in New Orleans. What, where are you at on that Duquesne? It's not. I'm not answering okay. that. One and I love it. LSU in New Orleans. At in New Orleans. Ooh, where yeah. are you at? Uh, it's a win. Florida what? State for a win. Yep. It's a win because I'm going to be there. This is no jinxes allowed here. I don't do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying for it's me. It's 73 months away. Of course, we can't jinx something 73 months away. I, oh God, I think we can. It's so strong. Um, yeah, I, I think I think Florida State has a chance to win that football game. So, 2-0. Okay. Louisiana. Ooh, yeah, they lost their head coach. He was a scumbag, that guy. Hold on, wait. Yeah, that's out of order. It's out of, it? This is not in order because they don't have the ACC schedule dates like locked in. Oh, okay. So, the first, the first – those first, first two, two are, are in order. Locked. But we have – uh, Louisiana and Florida will be towards the back end. So let's go run through. Yeah, the let's ACC. go. Let's go. Let's go. Boston College next. 
Yeah. Um, and this these are not in order. This is typically a, a late game. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think Florida State beats them. Even though they do return their quarterback and a few pieces on offense, I think Florida State finds a way to win. All right. So you got three? Yeah, I'm at three. Yep, me too. I'm going to go three as well. Clemson. Uh, it's in Tallahassee, I believe. Mm, I couldn't tell you. It is. It's Ooh. in Tallahassee. There's all kinds of changes. Give me Florida State for the first win over Clemson in a while. I think mm. I'll go Clemson here. Yeah, I, I, you, me too. Clemson. So three and one. Brad's four and zero. Oh. Yep. Oh boy. Georgia. Brad's taking that positivity <laughs> message to heart. I love it. Georgia Tech. <laughs> win. Also win. win. Wake Forest. So hang on. We're four and one. You and I are four and one. Brad's five and zero. Oh. Yep. Yep. I'm just trying to give the people a chance to catch up here. Okay. Um, Wake Forest. They return Sam Hartman. They do lose like 18 eighth-year seniors. That's true. They do. When they had like um like family, I'm sorry. When they had like team meetings, it turned into like family reunions. Oh like every player had like four kids and a mortgage. Oh my god, it was unreal. Um, they did lose a lot of them. That one's tough for me. I'm kind of like a fifty-fifty, but for the fun of it, I'll say uh I'll say Wake. Okay, Florida State at home. Give me Florida State. I'm going to go wake on this one, um, uh, just because I think um, Tim Hartman is actually really I, good. I, though. I, I can't no, have I agree. Him go undefeated. So. But they they legit lost 16, 60 or seniors. No, they did lose a lot. They, no, no, there's no question <laughs> that they lost a lot. But I am saying like he's really good. No, I agree. Um, so I'm at what am I five and two? We're all five and one now. Oh, no, 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 you're five and you're you're five and two. Me and you are six and one or whatever it is. Oh, okay. At Louisville. Ooh. Uh, I'm not going first. Give me Louisville. I'll also take Louisville there. Is the Cunningham kid gone? No, nah, he's back. Oh, yeah, Louisville. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Five and three? Okay. Five and three, six and two, six and two. Um, at Miami. Joel, you're first. Mm. At Miami. The mm-hmm. big home field advantage. Hard rock. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sold me. Florida State. Rented stadium. Yeah, I was about to say, dude, is that even their home? <laughs> no, it's an hour away from campus. No. I don't have a home. Yeah, I'm going to go Florida State because we beat them this year. Touche. Um, I think I'll, I think I'll go Florida State too because I hate Miami. I just can't even fathom saying that. So six and three now. I hope my joke came across on the air. Oh, I, I got it. Okay. Uh, at NC State. Um, I'll go first on that one. I want to go ahead and throw an L there. We struggle with NC State for some reason. In, Especially in there. NC State. Especially there. Yep. I agree. It's usually a L. Thursday game too or a Friday game. Yep. Brutal. I'll also go NC State. Okay. Six and four for me. Where What are you boys at? Five and three. Or seven, and seven and three. I'm sorry, seven, seven and, three. and three. I believe I'm the same as Joey. Or six and three, and you're you're. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm one behind. I'm yeah, five and four. Then can't be that. Uh, at Syracuse, W. Yeah, win. Yeah, I'll go a win there as well. Louisiana. I think we win that game. It'll yeah. be interesting. I think there's a lot of turnover. You're uh, big time coach Napier. Oh, hey, stay tuned for that. I actually got to. Being a very very closed like not closed room but it was a smaller room. Yeah, we'll talk about it whenever we start talking. We about probably should have said that first, but I actually have a real real good perspective on uh, Coach Napier, and I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you like live uh, reporting from the front porch. Ooh. Love it. But Love I, it. but I think he took too much. When he took their players, he took, took the coaches, took the support staff. Yeah, admin, some of the faculty. Some yeah. of the staff. Give me, give me Florida State at home. Half the students. They yeah. got to beat Louisiana. Even if he was in place, they have to win that game. Same Z's win. Uh, so where, so where are you two at right now, record wise? We need to do this before we do this last one. It's twelve games, right? Twelve games. Yeah, I've got them losing. One, two, three, four, one, five, two, three. Six, I've got them losing three games right now. So you are now at eight and three. 
eight and three. Which would right? put me at eight and three as well. Which I had which me at seven. Which puts me at seven and four. Uh huh. Florida. Um. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not going first. Brad, you go first. We're going to break the streak this year. We're going to beat them this year because there's a lot of changes and a lot of things are happening in Florida. Not necessarily bad. I just think we have an advantage of having a third-year coach. Okay. Joey? Um, I know what you're going, obviously. Yeah, I, I, just, I, don't think, I don't think Florida State's quite there yet, and I don't think Florida's roster is as bad as people think it is. Um, I'm also going to go Florida because yeah. I think by now they have it figured out. Get them early. That's my I think thing. It's, get them early. I think it's different. But by the last game of the season, I think Napier, for what for what it's worth, has it figured out. Um, I, I really do. I hate I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I think Florida State wins seven games this year. I can appreciate that. You, you, you I got him at eight. Him, you got him at eight. Brad has him at nine. No, uh, did you pick Florida State? Oh, yeah. Florida. Then he's got a nine. So we settled like a smooth eight. Yep. What's the realistic expectation for Florida State this year? You think win wise? Got to win eight. seven. I think seven is the minimum. I think eight should be eight should be a realistic option. I think eight should be a realistic option. I agree. With Overachieve that. a little bit at nine. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. You know what I mean? Because you're knocking off. I mean, there's that's LSU, Florida, Clemson. You know. Uh, yeah, well, Louisville. Louisville. You got to be NC one of those. State, I mean, you got to be two of those. Yeah, to get to nine and three. Yeah, yeah, and um, then win all those games that you're supposed to win. Uh, yeah, which are not necessarily so health. This is again way, way too early. So like health and Jordan Travis, that's key. Right. If he's healthy, the offensive line's healthy, then I think we can have a conversation about eight or nine. Right. If any one of those things is not the case, no, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm with you. Are you ready for Florida? Yeah, let me let me pull up the schedule real quick. Maybe you can kind of guide me through it, but. Uh, ours is in order, so uh, so okay. Utah at home. I'll let you handle this one. Um, Utah at home. Yeah, I I, I kind of have to go like Utah here. Brad, I'm gonna go Utah big. Oh, <laughs> that was maybe unnecessary. Why'd you say Sorry, why you say big? Sorry, like Gator that. fans. I I just big. I wish we had video right now. I don't not, know why. Not me. I mean, I, I do, but I'm I'm glad we don't. Why did you want to like do my whole thing? End of the mic thing I did. Things I'm just so confused. It wasn't necessary. It was rude. That was honestly disrespectful, really. <laughs> I love you, Joseph. You're my, my friend, and, where, I, where and I appreciate you. Utah. But not big. No, I think Florida's defense keeps them close. You think Florida? Okay. Okay. You like the pieces you guys return? Uh, you main, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly because Ventrell Miller's back. That's true. You lose, I saw Kyrie uh, Kyr Elam. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. That's not great. But, but, you, but we're, we're, Jason we're, Marshall is pretty we're good. deep. We're, we're deep at corner. Always. Kid from uh, Louisiana may be coming in. Okay. Not shocked by that. Yeah. All Sun Belt guy. Raging Gators, baby. Raging Gators. Yeah. No, I think the defense keeps it close. Uh, Utah the, was so, so young last year. The reason I'm high on Utah is because they were so young last year. They're coached well. And they're, and they're, they're coached well. They play physical. They're going to be sound. Right. I agree. Um, I agree quarterback, does the quarterback come back for Utah? can't remember. I think so. If he does, that's trouble. I agree. I think they return most of their pieces. I think they do. The two yeah. DNs for sure are freshmen. Yeah. They're, they're like that. They will yeah. get after the quarterback. 0-1 for all of us? Yeah, I'm 0-1. Yeah. Kentucky. So, before we go any further, you're welcome, Gators, because you're going to win that game. So, no problem. Uh, Kentucky. No, you're not. It's in it's in Gainesville. Ben Hill Griffin. Yep. Um, I think Florida finds a way to win that game. Yeah, I think I think Florida's a little juiced after uh after a close Utah loss. Um, see, I think they would have some wind knocked out of their sails there. I, I think I think per, like, we'll see. Potentially, it's way right. too early, but potentially, I think they come in not flat, but 
it's the first time. If it was USF next, I would say yeah. I agree. Okay. But with but with really? but with Kentucky coming in next, like Kentucky just beat you for the first time in seven bajillion years. Oh yeah, they'll be they'll be, they'll be a little or, I guess the second be, time. It'll be easy to get. But it was more disrespectful this time. Yeah. So it was the only the here's my only concern is you have Napier with his he's in the honeymoon stage. That guy can literally do no wrong right now. Right. I mean, there's of course your lunatics that yeah, of but we don't talk about them because they don't deserve time. But like that be so if they if they were to lose to Utah, that's the first time that doubt gets brought in, and now like you'll find out do they really believe in what he's saying? They, and I think they do, but, no, no, yeah. but but that's where it gets tested, right? So there. my thing is, I think the realistic Gator fans have said enough how good Utah is. To kind of cushion that beat down that we're going to get next true, year. True, true. So he'll, he'll still have goodwill. Right. Up. So everybody knows that Utah is like coming in as a top ten team, preseason top ten, maybe even top six or seven. No. Yes. And uh, and so I hear what you're saying. Okay. I, I, but I think enough. I think enough Gator fans have said that to where the the crazy Gator fans are like, all right, fine, we'll buy. Utah's it. good. We'll mm-hmm. lose that one. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll accept we're, that. We're, one. We'll accept that loss. Brad, did you did you weigh in on that? On Utah or Kentucky. We already said we, we know what you said about Utah. Oh, yeah. Um, Big. Uh, uh, th- they beat Kentucky. Um, I don't think they can beat a Florida team at home. Um, I think they're going to win probably so, easily. So we're 1 1? 1 1. USF 2 1. 2 1. 2 1. Uh, at Tennessee 3 1. Birthday wish, baby. Um, <laughs> it is on your birthday. It is on my birthday. Um, September twenty fourth, Sitters. In case you were wondering, yeah, September twenty fourth. <laughs> I think um, Chris's uh, birthday. I think Florida wins that one as well. Um, I just don't think Tennessee's good, or as Joey would say, sit your ass down, Tennessee. Ooh, first curse word. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not as I'm not as easy on that as you guys. I know you're not. I know you like Tennessee a little bit. I I, I like them a little bit. I don't love them, but I think at Tennessee that'll be an interesting one. I will watch that for right now. I'll go with Florida. I'm interested to see what their schedule is before that, and if that's their first big home game of the year. I'm, I'm also interested in that, and I'm also interested in to see how Florida plays those first three. Right. But we don't have that luxury because we're doing way too early for you, for <laughs> you guys. So give me Florida to win there. They're three and one. Three and in my one. Eyes. Eastern Washington four and one. Yes, four and yes, one. yes. Uh, Missouri. I got five and one. Yeah, same five same. and one. Not yeah. even, not even close. LSU. It's in Gainesville again. Yep. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess this is one of them deals where, like, you'd rather get them early like we did to find out, like, what they are. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think by October 15th they have it rolling, rolling. If they ever get it rolling, rolling, I think I have to go Florida here as well. I want to get Florida as well. I, I mean, don't, don't have I, a damn quarterback. I just don't see yeah. LSU and you're one of this new coach coming into Gainesville and robbing a win. So, 5-1 and one for everybody? Six and one now, right? Uh, yeah, six and one. Sorry, uh, Georgia. Georgia. That's a that's a L for six Florida. and two. Yeah, emphatic for me. Uh, at Texas A and M. A and M. Six and three. Same. We all agree there. Yep. Uh, South Carolina. Ooh. Where are you at? Where are you? you gave it away right there? I think. No, well, <laughs> it was either going to be seven and th- seven and three or six and four. Um, it's in Gainesville, seven and three. I'm going to roll with the Gators on that one too. Um, I just haven't been impressed by South Carolina either. Ooh. South Carolina is pretty impressive. What what uh what Beamer's doing there? It, I, I really like. I really do. You got Spencer Rattler rolling in town. His tight end, Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell. That's one of the main Maybe reasons I like. Jaheim Bell. Give me South Carolina here. Listen, South Carolina's dark horse in the SEC next year. hundred percent agree. One hundred percent because they believe. The East. Yes, sir. They are one thousand percent bought in. Yep. 
They're doing what they need to do on the trail and in the portal. And in the portal. They got talent coming in. Oh, it, they, yeah. I'm not saying... like I, I agree. I'm not saying they're going to win the SEC or win the SEC East or I, whatever. Like, on November 12th. But on they November have, 12th. But they have a chance to be competitive in every game they play this year. How about that? And they overachieved this year. Yes. With them and, they were, and they were extremely excited about being 6-6. Six and six, And they know it's, it's coming. They know it's coming. I think South Carolina pulls that out. I can see it. So where are you guys at right now, record-wise? Uh, eight and three. No, no, no. Seven and three. Seven and, and three. I have you at what? Six and four then? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm the only one that took that one. At Vandy, win. Yeah, it's a win. Yeah, win. Yeah. At Florida State, we all said. I did not say that. Oh, yeah. Sir. You got Florida State. We got Florida. So I'm I'm seven and four. And then Florida State is a, is a win. So eight and four. Yeah, I'm nine you're, and three. You're nine and three. I think I'm sitting at eight and four, right? Yep. So realistically, Florida, Florida should have what? Between eight to nine wins in our yep. eyes? Yep. yep, I think that's about right. I think so too. I think that's what I Vegas think. That'll be, I think that'll be a good thing for. Uh, I think it'll be a great number to come in on yeah. um, first year, and not quite like a Dan Mullen first year, but he overachieved. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he hey, he's got big shoes to fill, baby. Dan Mullen don't miss. That's the Shh, thing, unless it's recruiting. No, okay, yeah, I hear you, but he still won thirty something games, thirty three games in three years, so. Will Napier have that type of production? That's interesting. That's if, interesting. So here's my thing, and, and I want you to, to go into this a little bit more about Napier. Yeah. I think, I think if Napier can coach a lick, if he can coach at all, like a little bit, because I think he's getting the right pieces around him. They, were go- they will recruit. I truly believe they will recruit with what they have around them, uh, the, the, the support staff, the 543 coaches that he's brought in <laughs> from everywhere all over the country. Um the, the, the random fans that he's got uh, attacking other fans um, when things go awry. Like, yeah. he, he's got staff all over the place yeah. doing everything. And I think he's doing it the right way. Like, I, I truly think that he, that side of it will be A OK, no problem. If he can coach A Lick, I think that the, the, he can be in Gainesville as long as he wants to be there. So, um, I had the opportunity to go to a, a clinic in Daytona. Really, really good time. Very informative. Um, but, like, typically we don't get at that type of clinic, you don't get, um, like, big-name coaches. And by big-name, I mean, like, Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, you know, Mike Norvell, Cristobal, Napier. Like, typically those guys aren't the ones rolling through there. Um, they normally go to, like, the Orlando Clinic Coach of the Year. You get a whole staff there. But this clinic was a little bit smaller. Um, but Napier, Coach Napier came in and he had like eight of his assistants there with him too, right? Which is also unheard of, uh, which was pretty cool. We, we got we which got is only one ninety third of his actual staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's like a fraction. So like to him, it was nothing. Um, Joey and these fractions and the staff is killing me right now. I love it, Joseph. <laughs> he he also had his like head strength coach, and we we listened to him him talk, uh-huh. and he's a bit of a tool, but I think strength coaches are. <laughs> Yeah, you almost have to be. He loves himself, you can tell, but he believes in what he does. Right. That's, that's a strength coach. You got to think about what they do every day. Right. Spend their time in the gym every day. They're the guy with like the muscle shirt with like the gallon jug of water walking around. That's that guy. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Like, that's okay. I think you need that. Um, however, when Coach Napier spoke, so here's, I'll give it to you like in the two sentence like synopsis, and then we'll go into it a little bit further. But like, I think, now, can he coach Joey? I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure. But what I will say is I'm not this. either. His attention to detail mm-hmm. is very, very, very similar 
to Dan Mullen. Um, okay. I was actually DMing uh, one of our listeners, Matt Mahoney. Um, shout out to Matt. He's a loyal listener. Every week. And I actually, I realized I didn't hit send on one of my DMs. I'm going to do that here in a minute. <laughs> I didn't reply back. Because I was telling them how, like, how, how, like, deep diving that Napier was into, like, the very small details, like, the analytic side of things. Right. Um, and Matt was like, I can definitely nerd out to that. And I was like, yeah, me too. Like, that, 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 that is cool to me. Yeah. But the difference between him and Dan, because I think they had that similarity, Dan is a dweeb. <laughs> that guy is a dork. And you Gator fans lied to yourselves for years. You knew that guy was dopey as hell. He was a, a dork. Right. I don't think y'all, we lied to ourselves. Yes, I think, you did. Y'all defended him, and you had to. But yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. now, looking All back right. on it, now that he's not your coach anymore, you can admit that that guy was a dweeb. Yeah. I think we admitted that. I did. No, anyways. you did, but you're you're an anomaly. You're the outlier. <laughs> Thank okay. you. I appreciate that. Uh, we're working on scatter plots in my math class, and we were, we're working on like outliers. So I'm like, what an outlier is. Anyways, <laughs> um, Joey, you're an outlier. <laughs> you're a great teacher, Chris. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. Um, you really are, man. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but so like where they're similar is how they like focus on like the very, very minor, minute details. Yeah. Right. But where they differ was like Napier has like a little bit of air about him. like Swag, if you will. Like, he mm-hmm. has a, he has a bit of confidence. Um, he doesn't come across as like a dork or a dweeb. Right. As a matter of fact, they had like a coach's um, in air quote social. Uh, and, and he is not a dweeb or a dork. Like he's somebody like I, could, like I personally could like kick it with right um not that i don't hang out with weebs because i hang out with bradford so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hang out with dorks but can we name the show not that i don't hang out with weebs yeah i think that's the name but like for real for real napier is super super um like organized as hell i guess is probably the easiest way to put it like for example just real quick and then and then we'll we'll, we'll break it down Everyone that's ever played football or watched football in a, in, in a, for like one minute of their life has heard of like the red zone. Right. Right. And that's everyone knows that's like 20 and in. And then a lot of people, this may be a little bit more advanced, but like there's like the go zone, which is like 30 to 30. Right. Or like from the 50 and in, like we're going to take a shot here. Like right. We call it the go zone. <clears throat> no, Coach Napier, this is new to me. This is new to me. Okay, so this is something I have never really thought about as much as, as he had. He has an entire slide, and he breaks down a football field from goal line to goal line. And, like, from – so, like, say you're way backed up, like you're pinned inside the one. Mm-hmm. From that to the 10 is, like, the like, – I don't remember the name of the zone, but it was a zone. Right. And then there was another zone from, like, the 20 coming out to, like, the like, – or the 25 because that's typically – Fair catch a, a right. kick. It starts at the 25. So, like, 25 coming to, like, the 40 was a zone. And then, like, the middle of the field was a zone. And then, like, going in, like, so 50 to, like, the 40 or to the 30 was a zone. And like he has it broke down into zone. And then he'll practice scenarios in that zone, like, with the understanding of, like, the, the example he gave was, so, like, when they're, like, inside the 40 – Inside the 35, like he said in his mind, that's a field goal zone. Like at no point in time am I leaving this place without three points. I like that. And so he says, he and and he showed on his call sheet, he has like a list of like 10, and he's like maxed out like 10 plays that he knows are low risk, 
because he cannot afford a tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. He cannot afford a sack. Right. Because he's not going to take three points off the scoreboard in that zone. Mm-hmm. So he's only calling these plays in that zone because he, he's not going to lose yardage in that zone. So it may look conservative to a fan, but he said, I've lost games by field goal. I'll never, it'll never happen again. Okay. I thought that was extremely like impressive to me. Right. Um, I like was, that. Yeah, no, it, but that's kind of in ways. That's something that you think about. Yeah. Like, you, 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 we know it, but we don't actually dive into it. Like there's, these are the 10 plays I'm going to run in this zone because I'm not taking a negative play. Right. I, I love that. I love that. And then he also, I mean, he, there's other, there's a, a bajillion other things he talked about. He was really, really good. He was very transparent. Um, I think Florida's in good hands. I really do. He was super organized. Um, as bad as I hate to say it, he's like a cool dude who pays attention to like the finer details. Yeah. He does place a gigantic emphasis on recruiting. Here's one thing he said about recruiting. He said, I watch everyone's film. Everyone that's brought to me as a potential prospect, I watch your film. He says, I watch over 800 players a cycle. Ooh, golly. And so he apologized to the coaches in the room. He goes, Coach, I'm, he goes, coaches, I'm sorry. If I haven't got back to you or your kid yet, it's because I haven't had a chance to personally watch their film. He goes, yeah, I have people that bring me film. He goes, but I watch everyone's tape. I like that. You're damn right. I like that. So, yeah. so he's not going to have his assistant texting recruits back anymore? No. So not anymore, but that's not going to happen anymore at Florida? <laughs> no, he's extremely intentional in what he does, and he said that. He goes, if you have an offer from us, then you have an offer from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he said, I watched their film. He goes, he goes, so sometimes I'm a little bit slower on it. He goes, because I'm going to watch the film that's that's put in front of me. Mm-hmm. So that's a good I'm a sign, fan. right? Yeah, I like it. I'm no, a big he, fan. He really, he, really reacted, he actually really impressed me because he was so transparent, because he was so honest. Um, yeah, I think I think Ford's in good hands. I don't know that you guys will give him enough time. I really don't because it's going to take time to do what he wants to do, I think. I don't know that he'll come in immediately and give Florida fans the results they want. But he, but he may. But I'm saying if he doesn't, I don't know if Florida fans will give him enough time. I think, I think the biggest thing for him in year one has very minimal to do with wins and losses. I mean, obviously, he can't go like three and eight or nine or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, no. And he's not going to do but that. But if he wins the games that he's supposed to win and he has a top five class, which I think is very doable for him. I, I do. I think it's very doable if for him. If he does that, then, then everyone's in trouble. Let's hope. That's my plan. That's his plan, too, I'm sure. But I, I think maybe not even top five, but at least like in that conversation of, of five to eight, nine, but you're close, you're, you're like small margin there. Right. I agree. Yeah. I, I think if he does that, and like I said, he's, you got to win the winnable games. Um, you, you can't get beat by Missouri by 38. Uh, you can't go to South Carolina and get beat by 67. Um, so I agree. Win the winnable games and, 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 if you're competent in recruiting, which I think he will be, I think the staff will be. Everything, so I'm serious. I'm not trying to blow smoke. I hope people are still listening here at 55 minutes. 55 minutes again? I'm serious. If, every, I, I honest to God feel like, well, everyone knows, everyone has said that he puts a premium on recruiting, Joey. I think to your point, and I'll let you finish your point, mm-hmm. I think he will. I think that will be a strong suit of what he does. Right. And then that's, that's my thing. I, I think it will be too. Again, it's not just one guy that recruits. So the head coach can be as good of a recruiter as he wants to be, uh, but you have to hire around you tremendously. And I think he's done a very, 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 very good job of hiring recruiters around him. 
And then I, I've been joking about like the size of the the staff and all that. But seriously, the support staff, um, the 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 all the support staff, it, they all play a huge role in recruiting. Whether it's just bringing the film to him or whether it's actually developing relationships. In some cases, like each is a little different. But like I, I do believe that he's got the right the right people in the right places. Um, and then on top of that, the new facility being done, I, I think is going to play a huge role in that as well. And cause, cause I think that he does build relationships well. And I think the staff that he has in place so far has proven at other places to be able to build relationships and bring guys in. Like when you go look at pretty much every coach that he has, has on staff right now, like you go look at the guys that they've brought in to, to previous stops that they've been at, they all have multiple five-star uh, prospects that they were the the lead recruiter in, and they've brought those guys in. So I, I I do I just think that he's hired really well, and I think that he's really good at what he does. So you combine those two things, and again, you you have to be able to coach football and and manage the game. <clears throat> to your point about bringing in people around him, you guys hired a uh, cat that a lot of people probably aren't talking about um, William because everyone's talking about um, Corey Raymond and all the other hires. Right, William Piegler. Uh huh. Do you, do you are you familiar with him? I I, I know who he is now because I looked at not, him up. right. Right. He's the tight ends coach. He's from Michigan uh, State. Michigan State. He was the coach, running backs coach. Coach Kenneth Walker. He was the coach, the running backs coach of the year. Right. Okay. So he came up and introduced himself. So I'm not saying. Okay. So I'm I'm, I'm opening the curtain here a little bit. <laughs> we're kind of like not rough around the edges. Like when when I say we're, I'm talking about Union County. Like, but we're kind of like to ourselves. Right. Like we're not gonna go fanboy it up and like because there was plenty of that like go love hugging coaches and try and get a business card and try and move up the ladder like i'm past that like i'm not doing that right you put you, your your bank account looks different than mine but you put your shoes on the same way as me too. exactly so like i can't go i don't do that i don't that's just not me uh-huh um however so we're standing in our group in this ballroom this conference room if you will um and we're kind of like you know like not intimidating that's not the word i'm trying to say but Standoffish, maybe, but unintentionally. Right, you're just doing your thing. So this little nerd, if you have you seen, if you, have, if you haven't seen him, he no, looks I've like seen, a little nerd. I've seen pictures. He's got big square frame glasses, and uh-huh. he's a little shorter guy. He doesn't look like anything. And he's wearing a gator polo though. He comes up, but he introduces himself with like such confidence, and he's like starts shooting in something. All of a sudden, now he's like my favorite coach in the whole place. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> he goes. Everybody said I was the worst. I was a bum. I was the worst coach ever. And then all of a sudden, now I got Kenneth Walker, and now I'm winning awards. He goes, this shit's ridiculous. That's what he literally said. Right. He goes, hey man, I'll be in the area. You guys come down. He likes like y'all come see our practice whenever you want. Here's my card. We want you guys around. You got a kid we want. Great. If you don't, still come hang out. You can watch practice. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. Like he didn't do it just to us. Right. But, no, no, no. Who cares? When are we going to practice? Yeah, we whenever you want. So, um, <laughs> but like, no, because you got it like that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it like that. <laughs> but no, but he was um, extremely genuine. That's how it felt. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just literally he, like shooting the shooting the shit with us. And he, we weren't talking to him. We weren't looking at him. But he was just he was doing what he's supposed to do. He was making connections, building relationships, building relationships. Uh-huh. And now that guy, now he's my guy. I like that guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like that guy. If we had a running back, I'd be like, oh. I mean, and we do have running backs, but like if we, you know, like. Well, he's a tight ends coach now. But he's coaches. He, he pushed. <laughs> yep. He's a tight ends coach. He recruits everything. Well, yeah. No, yes, he does. He's, he's that guy. I, I like him. I like him. But but nobody's talking about him. You know what I mean? Right. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think I think Napier's done a good job. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think he's surrounded himself with coaches that can recruit. The, the, the key will be can they coach. 
I think that'll be the key. I agree. Can they coach? At this level. At that level. Right. There's, there's going to be a learning curve. How steep is it? Yeah, I mean, because he's got guys that have coached at this level on the staff, but the main, like, the defensive coordinator, Tony, and... Uh, and they still haven't had a, they haven't hired a co-DC. Right, which is... It's concerning. A little bit. The Michigan guy. Well, the, the word, word was Carl Scott. He's not happening anymore. Allegedly. So I think he's still up in the air. Really? Yeah. I was pretty much not told, but I, I, I heard it Going was, back to Bama, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen they're going to pay up. I've seen that too, but we'll see. I don't know if I got money like Bama. Maybe not. We got some, though. Apparently. But anyways, the coordinators, and, you know, Napier is going to be the, basically the offensive coordinator. Um, he is. But, you know, the coordinators on both sides of the ball, like none of them have really been in this situation before. We'll I say that. So Football I, is football. It is football. I, what, what I will say is this. If you can coach, I had a good buddy that coached football in college, and he told me it's harder to coach high school football than it is to coach college football. Okay. Because I don't have to teach. He told me, this is his words, I don't have to teach a kid to get in a stance. I don't mm-hmm. have to teach a kid how to kick step. Right. I don't have to teach a kid how to tackle. I don't have to teach a kid how to run fit. They know how to do those things. Right. We fine tune it. Mm-hmm. The hard work is laying that foundation. Right. I, I'll buy that. And, and, and the covers, we run, we, at Union County last year, we literally ran Georgia's, I might not should say that. We, <laughs> our positions are titled the same. They're labeled and named the same as the University of Georgia stuff. So I was literally watching Georgia play, and like every two or three plays, I would see, oh, okay, I know, I know exactly what that is. Right. So it's similar. Yeah. It may not be the same, and the speed of the game is tremendously different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how much different is it from Louisiana than it is to Florida? It's, it's, it's different. It is, Joey, it is. But like, <laughs> the but speed they, is. But if you can coach it at that level, then odds on you can probably have to. They had to coach defic- like deficiencies at that level. Right. They had to work with less. I mean, I agree, and I hear what you're saying, and I agree with a lot I, of what you're saying. I, but I, but we, but I saw the same thing with Mike Norvell from Memphis, and there is a learning curve. There's, there you go. There's a learning curve. There is a learning curve. I, I, I agree with that. I think Florida's in. I think Florida's in a good spot. Honestly, good. I'm glad to hear that. We got anything else, fellas? I mean, we're at an hour and two minutes. I, I know we had a lot more on the document there. The show. Okay. Notes. The good thing I, about I, this I, I think is we, we do uh, a show every week. I, no, I, you can't. You can't just stop. You can't not do the playoffs since the playoffs start this week, Brad. Yeah, we have to kind of do the playoffs. I think. I think if everyone's here okay. with us now, yeah. we have to. We have to. We have to roll with that. Well, then let's roll with it, guys. I mean, the NFL playoffs are starting, and you're right. We can't just stop the show mid show. So. <laughs> Well, well done, Bradford. Thank you. Hey, that was the that was the first pause in like sixteen episodes. Yeah, I thought Brad give it a minute, give it a second, like a beat. He did not. I thought I thought like I I did give it a beat, like I, I did like a head bob, like boom. Oh, I was a little premature. Oh man. And here we are. Anyway, so let's go. <laughs> what about premature? Can we name the show premature? Probably not a good idea. Let's not do that. Nope. Okay. Trying to get us kicked off the Twitter. Cancels. So, anyways, I guess I'll I'll, I'll go with the with the uh, NFL talk, Chris. Well, well, Brad uh, was supposed to steer us there and drive the oh show, God. but it's okay. It's okay. What we, time we, is right now? It's ten o'clock. Brad has checked out. <laughs> Brad is ready to go home, so he can go to bed, he so he can go to work to tomorrow. The, he tried it in the show. A minute ago. <laughs> I did try to end the show. I didn't realize. I, honestly, I forgot about the NFL. So, yeah, Brad, not. you got to start pulling your show notes out. I know you try to do this off memory, but uh, normally I do a good job off memory. Yeah, you do. I agree, but. 
I don't know something. Maybe did you drink the Rockstar? I'm drinking it. Uh, maybe you should have already finished it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Anyways, NFL. There's gonna be some it? big games, and we were say, we were talking about off air how ben, Big Ben said he don't have a chance. He was being sarcastic, obviously. But um, uh, there's, um, what, what, what games are we picking, Joey? All of them. <laughs> we'll start with the. We'll start with Cincinnati and Las Vegas, Chris. Um, that that's kind of intriguing to me. <clears throat> um, Derek Carr. I saw you tweeted the other day. Like he's hard not to root for. Super hard not to root for. I really like the guy. He's not a great quarterback. I thought I really you hate. Like okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't hate him. I, no, I love Derek Carr. I wish he was much better at football. But you don't like his game. His game's okay. That game's in Las Vegas. Um, no, that game's in Cincinnati. Really? Uh huh. Man, Vegas plays pretty good defense. Um, <laughs> except for they didn't. Uh, yeah, give me, give me old Joe. Give me Joe and Jamar. Yeah. I haven't won a playoff game since 1990, so uh, nah. Give me Joe. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to take Vegas. I'm going to take Vegas there. I, too, am going to go Vegas. Wow. What's the I number? Th- I don't know. I thought I was the only one on this, though. I'm, I'm excited that you're with, there, with me there. Yeah, I like, I like Vegas. Um, forget both of you. Here's the, here's the fun thing about all these matchups, in my opinion. Like, I truly believe that – with the exception of the two seven seeds, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, I don't think either one of those two teams can win at all. But everybody else, I think, at least has a chance in every game that they play. I agree. More, more and I so think, now than ever. Right. And I think Pittsburgh has a chance to compete because their defense is silly good. Yep. And, and defense plays in January. It does. Uh, Buffalo and New England. At, it's in Buffalo. But it's going to be like seven degrees, windy, maybe some snow. I'll uh, I'll get first on this, and I'll take Buffalo. We jinx them hard enough; they're good again. Oh boy, Joey, I'm reluctantly. Nah, give me New England. <laughs> <laughs> it's a run fest again. Now, the last time they played in this type of weather, New England just ran it right down their throat. Does that change? I don't know. I, does can Buffalo stop the run? I'm not sure. I haven't seen it. So, give me, should you give take me New the under? Yes. I'm going. Uh... I'm going Buffalo. I, I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo a lot. I just don't. I don't know. They don't run the ball well enough, often enough. But I think that's Until, by, I think so, that's by choice. But here's the thing. I think when Josh Allen runs it, they're a different team. And I think that, that right now they know if Josh Allen doesn't run it, then season's there is over, no baby. there is no tomorrow. Yeah, so over. he can be beat up a little bit right now. So I, I do think that Buffalo has that going for him, and I, I, that may be the difference in the game. Um, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. I think we all take take Kansas City here, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Rams and the Cardinals. I just think it's super intriguing to me. Um, Joy's up. Joy's up. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Okay. I, I just I, I think their defense is is too strong. I, I agree. They're Ram, good. Rams for me. I like the Rams as well. I like Matthew Stafford um, and Jalen Ramsey's my guy. So so easily the Cardinals are gonna win <laughs> by a lot. Uh, go yep. Helm, but yeah. But I do like the Rams defense. They're front four. God almighty, they get absolutely after it. Absolutely, they do. Um, Cam Akers is back, too. That helps. Um, Dallas and San Francisco. It's in Dallas. What do you guys What do you guys see here? Is it me or you? I think it's me. Okay. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Yeah, I can see that. I was going to run Cowboys as well. Yeah, I can see that, too. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers there. It's the trendy pick, but I think it's the right pick. I, I, uh, I like Dallas, and I wish these two weren't matched up together. I, yeah. I, would, I would like either one of these two in any other matchup. Um, but, but I like San Francisco in this particular one. Uh, last one, Tampa Bay and Philly. Give me the Buccaneers. Tom Brady is going to repeat. Ooh, he just early caught it. 
little premature on the call with, there. Without yeah. any receivers. There we go um, again. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm going to go Bucks for this one. I, I don't know that I'll go as far as Bradford there, but I'll go Bucks here. Um, yeah, they'll be too much. <sighs> yeah, I got I got Tampa Bay. I just I don't I don't know that Philly's very good. Um, but I, I mean they're there for a reason. So Jalen Hurts can make plays. I just don't I don't think they can handle. He ain't out running Devin White. Yeah. No, I don't think they can um, handle the Bucks. This wasn't on the show notes, but uh, if you could do your dream Super Bowl matchup out of that group, who would you like to see play? Would I like to see play? Or yeah, like I, if you could pick like the Super Bowl matchup, who would you like to see go to the Super Bowl this year? If, if it was me picking and I could pick who I wanted to. Yes. I want to see Las Vegas. Okay. And... And I want to see Dallas. I want to see Vegas and Dallas. Okay, that'd be a pretty good one. Chris, do you have an answer for that? I know you don't have the uh, teams right in front of you, but um, now you do. <laughs> I had it all along, Brad. Um, probably, let me, I'd like to see Green Bay. Ooh, yeah. And um, I don't want to want to say Kansas City, but kind of want to see Kansas City there. Yeah, it'd be fun. I wouldn't be mad at the Rams and anybody else. Um, I would like to maybe see like, if the Rams can beat Green Bay. Um, and Joe Burrox. Yeah, like maybe Rams. Yeah. Cincinnati or Rams. Even Tennessee. Yeah. Blood, like bloodbath. Right. Like smash mouth. Kind of like the first half of the uh, national title game. I think that's what you'd see. Yeah. What about you, Brad? You got anything? Uh, probably. If I could pick from any of them, I'd do. I like, I like them, uh, Tampa Bay, and I'd like to see them go against uh, New England for fun. <laughs> Yeah, I love Bradford. Saw that. Saw that coming. I like it. New England's Huge fun, fan. right? Yeah, put them in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> well, it just be Bra- funny to Brady see. Brady versus Belichick. Yeah, that, that, that's what I want to see. I'd like to have Mac, uh, Mac Jones win it all. I'm going to say I. That way you could Ooh. say you beat the um, uh, Heisman winning, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yep. I don't think he won a Heisman, but it's okay. We he did not win a Heisman. Oh, no. Divinalist. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Him and his, him and his teammate were finalist and national championship winner. First yeah. rounder. Man, there's a lot of accolades for that young man. Yeah, he's tough. Chris, who do you let's uh, let's who do you think wins the Super Bowl this year? You want to look at it again? No, I okay. think I mean I, I the, the one the one glance I had was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I think it's I think it may be Aaron Rodgers' year, man. Like they're dynamic enough on offense. Um, I, I don't. It's tough for me right now, especially being this far out, but. What what Aaron Rodgers and and um, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard and like what that offense is even with uh, AJ Dillon how to run the ball now, cause, I mean because they have Aaron Jones too but God right. Almighty AJ Dillon brings a whole nother like facet to that offense because he can catch the ball in the backfield too, but damn you don't want that dude downhill either. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So I mean, me personally, I think it's probably the Packers. I know that's maybe a cop out, but. They're so good offensively. That's my Madden team too. Yeah. So like, pretty well versed in, in the Packers. Um, you you basically are the Packers at this point. Yeah, yeah. I beat yeah. the number one player in the in the world in Madden. Number that's one. True. Yeah, that's true. That's I mean, that, that actually is true. I have a picture of it. So, I mean, that was his rank. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone better out there. Yeah, he, he, that was his rank. On well, obviously, there's one person better. Oh, touche. I'm right. Y'all are sitting across the table from. Him. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he sucked actually, if we're being honest. <laughs> Seriously, he was not good. 
But he had a one by. He was letting his cousin play or something because he's terrible. Five year old brother grabbed the controller. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I ain't mad at that either. But anyways, you know, Packers for me. Joey, what about you? Um, who do I think wins? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I, I actually think the Packers lose in the second round to the uh, Niners. Only because the Niners can can run the ball. And that's like that's that's the they Packers. They have a hard time stopping the run. Yeah, that's the Packers' demise. Um, can they stop? Can they stop Green Bay? Probably not. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I love Joey and his takes. They are the best. Yeah. We need to have just a whole segment of the show, Joey's takes. Let's not. Very good, Brad. You produce that. <laughs> let's, let's cut that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're not gonna do that. Um, I like the 49ers against. Uh, I, I'm not sure in the AFC. Probably the Chiefs. Um, maybe the Titans if Derrick Henry's healthy. Okay. Ooh, he came back. Yeah, Titan Titans. Uh, let's go Titans Niners Super Bowl. I like Titans. Do y'all remember that national championship scene with Derrick Henry on it? My God, he yeah. made Mark Ingram look like a little boy. Yeah. Uh, yes, he most certainly did. Um, yeah. I think I think we may have to wrap it here. Yeah, like I don't a, know. We need to talk about the poor coaches that got fired. Real quick, did anything surprise you about that? Flores, Flores, yeah, pretty pretty easy. Well, I think but, he lands on his feet pretty quick. What was the like? What was the reason why? Was there like was there reasoning? I don't know. I I uh, I tweeted at uh, big Miami fan Jordan Kroger. And, uh, Did he tweet you back? Yeah. Okay. And he said uh, basically that he, he doesn't hire offensive staffs very well, and uh, some of his in-game decision-making was a little questionable. He didn't feel that he necessarily deserved to be fired, but he's also okay with it. Okay. As a, as a Miami. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Jesus. It didn't fall. Um, I'll defer to him then. Yeah, and that's kind of the way I am. I, I, did, I, I didn't watch enough Miami games to, to have a true opinion on it, but just on the, on the outside looking in, a guy that uh, had back-to-back winning seasons with Miami. Um, he started half the year with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Yeah. Wait, no, that guy's terrible. Yeah, he's atrocious. Um, Where he played football? Uh, NC State. Um, before that? I'm not sure. Um, Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, last week I said if I was Jacksonville, I would probably fire my GM first and then hire Leftwich and, and – uh, um, Whatever, whoever I said his name was. What's his name? Anybody? No? All right, cool. Um, Lewis Riddick. Um, but I, Very I would, good. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Balky. No, no, no. GM. We, we got to fire him. We got to hire Riddick. Yep. But now now I don't know that I go with Leftwich. I think I may go Flores there. I think I probably would too. Um, I, I, I think or Eric he, being to me. I think Flores lands on his feet. I, I'll say that. I think he I think he lands on his feet pretty, pretty significantly. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him go to, like, the Giants – I think that's a good fit for him, but um, yeah, I, that, that was a, that was really the only only true like. Ooh, can't believe that happened. So this is like total speculation for me, like one thousand percent speculation. Okay. I've seen this literally nowhere. I love this. This is gonna be great. Here's what I think. So Flores is from Belichick tree, right? Right. This is just me thinking. Mm-hmm. Is it is it impossible to say that somebody in the uh, management upstairs? Told Flores something that he had to do. He was like, "Yeah, no, y'all can have it, dog." I think. Um, he, I think part of part of the problem was he he didn't dislike his hires on the offensive side of the ball. I agree. So I think I think again, like it's a disagreement about certain coaches. It strikes because it, it was he did not, in my opinion, he did not coach bad enough to be fired. 
There no. are way worse coaches than way worse. A hundred percent agree. Okay, and there there's some of them are still employed. A hundred percent agree again. So I'm thinking this is just me. This is like again pure like speculation. I'm thinking is something more along the lines of, hey Brian, look man, this isn't working. This guy's got to go. We need these changes, and he's he's from the Belichick tree. He probably knows he can land on his feet, and he very well may have been like, you know what, two is not as good as I thought he was. <laughs> I think I think I'm okay with you guys. Even though the guy was like nine and three yeah. as a starter, he, this he year. won a lot of games, but their defense was really good too. They were, which very is good. what he controls. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, interesting. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure that he told them to like go like kick rocks. I could I could see that happening. Last thing, was there anybody that didn't get fired that surprised you? Honest to God, I haven't followed it close enough. So yeah, I, I, there wasn't anybody that didn't get fired that surprised me. Like Joe Judge got fired, right? Right, he finally got fired. But he had not early, but he had. He went on uh, Red Tuesday, I guess. Black Monday, Red Tuesday. Yeah, Red, I don't know. Yeah, Bloody Tuesday. Right. Speaking of last thing, and then we're gonna close this thing up. Little bit of smoke here. This is a little bit of a. I buried it in the very, very back end of the show, so only the real ones will hear this. <laughs> Allegedly, All right. There's a bit of a rumor. Uh-huh. Florida State football right. is making a run at Del McGee. Okay. Do you know who he is? Maybe. Georgia's running back coach. Okay. Like big time, big time recruiter. You've you you've seen their running back university. What's he what's he gonna do there? So he, the only way that Florida State can do it is O C, right? They'd have to do co O C. Yeah. Which is already agreed upon and okay with Alex Atkins. <laughs> that's that's like a, just a tiny little bit of smoke. I personally can never see it happening, but somebody like I really, really, really respect said that there's like um, the reason Dugans hasn't been fired yet. His contract expires in the end of this month. Mm-hmm. The reason he hasn't been fired yet is because they have not been able to have negotiations with Del McGee because he's still coaching. Right. Interesting. I like this for you. I don't like it for me. I like it for you. Yeah, if they're able, if they're able to pull this off, I know they're trying to because they did try to hire Juwan Sider in the same capacity, right? Co OC, running back coach, ditto, and big time money, right? He said the same thing he said to Florida. Nope, I'm good. Yep. So it makes sense. Like it's in line. Yeah. They're moving the current running back coach to the receivers coach allegedly. You know, because Dugans is gone, so they have to like fix that and then let this guy be the co-OC and running backs coach, uh-huh. Del McGee, who absolutely gets it done. Yeah, I like this. Uh, there's also uh, we have one one question that needs to be answered next week, not this week. That was for that, yeah, that was Trey. Trey Lee asked me that, and uh, damn Trey, I'm sorry. I know, me too. But it actually helps us, and, and and it's it's better for next week, anyways. I really believe that. So we're gonna answer that next week, and it'll be great, Brad. One last thing for me. I was called a nerd earlier. It's okay because my people are taking over. Go see the new Spider-Man. It was wonderful. That's going to be it for tonight. So there's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What does that have to do with nerds? Yeah. Spider-Man's a cool guy. Um, Apparently, you've never read a comic book because Peter Parker was not cool. Mm. Well, okay. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'm not a nerd because you're right. I have not read a comic book. <laughs> we can change that. But anyways. This is <laughs> Yeah, I got a bunch. Um, that's going <laughs> to be it for tonight. This has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez, and we are from Port City. See you next time, Sitters. 
A long ride back from Jacksonville, 500 miles from a game we should have won. Man, we ought to burn down that stadium. Thought this year was gonna be ours, talking too much junk in those Florida bars, and now I'm stunned. Man, I wish it was 1981, and I know why they say every dog has his days, can't win every game we play, but every dog has his days. Longing for those glory days like the one when he cried, run. Zero. I was too young to be there, but I'm sure it was fun. I bet that crowd was flying high, and I bet glory to old Georgia was cried as the band played. Man, I wish I could feel that way today, and I know why they say every dog has his days. Can't win every game we play, but every dog has his days. And I played back my favorite victories, like that last minute win up in Tennessee. I bet them hobnails hurt like hell. And I got sweet memories of 2002 on the SEC and the Sugar Bowl too. Man, we had a ball down on Bourbon Street And whoa, whoa, those were the days Just got my tickets in the mail September's coming fast and I can hardly wait They say these guys, they might take us all and if they do, I'll be flying high And there'll probably be a happy tear in my eye But rain or shine I'll be yelling go dogs from the 20-yard line And I know why they say That every dog has his days Can't win every game we play Oh, but you know we're gonna have our days And we'll be singing Glory, glory to old Georgia Glory, glory to old Georgia Glory, glory to old Georgia